Welcome, another edition of It's Still Real to Me, that Zaslow Show 2.0 Wrestling Podcast. Glad to have you aboard here. Of course, everything Zaslow Show 2.0 is presented by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, 800-747-3733. Good to have you aboard. How you doing this morning, Joey? You all right? We're going to recap the week in pro wrestling and also look forward to tomorrow night's AEW Wrestle Dream. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm good and ready to spend another 50 bucks this weekend. Let's do this. That's what I was saying last night when, when the when the commercial came on the screen during Rampage. I'm like, solid. Just get another 50 bucks out of me tomorrow night, huh? Crazy. That's, that's what I we're think doing. About, like back before WWE Network when we had to do this every month. Oh, know? my. Oh, yeah. It's like, you, you, you know, when I was in college, all right, and you would figure out what your cable bill is going to be. Okay, great. You know, I got Comcast and, uh, it, you know, I pay... I pay $40 a month for my cable. Okay, great. But no, I don't pay $40 a month. I pay an extra 30 a month because there's a WWF pay-per-view every single month. I pay $70 for yep. my cable every single month. So I, I guess the, the answer is, let's like, when is AEW officially going to move to HBO Max? Right. And, and are they officially going to go away from the pay-per-view model? Because I, I don't know. H- HBO Max doesn't have like Well, no, it seems, it, it seems right? that in order to get that tier, once you have Max, and Max is like $9.99 or something, right. I think I get it for free with my with my cell phone bill. AT&T, okay? I think, does yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah. so I think I have it included. And then if you want to get the tier that includes AEW pay-per-views, it's $11.99 a month. Oh, Which is still that's money, you know. It's better it's cheaper than che- cheaper than WWE Network. Yeah. So, well, yeah. well you got to counter, you know, eleven ninety nine and what you're already paying for Max, which is probably going to be a total of like oh, bucks. oh, you're paying an additional eleven ninety nine. Yes. I thought it boosted up to eleven ninety nine. No, no, no. If you uh, have Max, you could then pay an additional eleven. Oh, it's like an add on. It's like an add on, yes. not not like a not like a boost in the price. No, it's an add on. Got it. Okay. Well, that's so Which not is that still bad. worth it. It's yeah. it's still worth it because you're, you're getting so much else with Max. Right. You get all the movies. So, anyway, it is football season. All right. There's a lot of action going on, which yes. means we could place all the good, all the good wagers out there. We could do all that good stuff. So, I got to make sure everybody knows about Bet Online. All right. From the start of the college football season, got a lot of college football action today, NFL season. Bet online, your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the up-to-minute stats, scores, matchup breakdowns. You get the latest game odds, the spreads, the totals from the NFL and college football. It's right at your fingertips with Bet Online's real-time updates on stats, news, and odds. So, like I mentioned, from the start of the season, all through the college football playoff, all through the Super Bowl, Bet Online gives you access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the Bet Online website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember, use the promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, and you're going to get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, Joey. So let's I feel get- bad. I feel bad for the listeners because last week when you did the read, I use Bet Online. I've uh-huh. used Bet Online since oh, I had my a podcast. And man, the Dolphins over under last week was I don't know where what what Vegas was doing last week, but it was set at 47. 47. Yeah. I was like, this is an insane number. I was like to tell everyone just hammer that number. On Bet Online, it was 47. Yeah. I mean, I was like, Dolphins are gonna score 47 in the first half. Yeah, and I think they almost did. did. They almost did. They almost, they almost did. But I was also just like, look, Dolphins defense hasn't been great. 
it's getting better. It hasn't been great. It's like Denver will score a few points, and then the Dolphins will take care of the rest. 47 was crazy. They have good numbers on that. Check it out. There you go. There you go. Appreciate Bet Online being on board here as well. Hey, today's a great day. We got a new official sponsor for It's Still Real to Me. All right. Matthew Mashler, Signature Real Estate, has jumped on board. Let's give it up. Let's give it up for Matthew Mashler, Signature Real Estate. Now, can I tell you something about Matthew real quick and why he is why he is the perfect guy? And I'm excited to have him on the show. So you know how there are WWE uh, super fans. You yes. Know, who, oh, yes. You, yes. You you notice them at the front row of of all the big WWE shows. Mm-hmm. Now, while he's not at a hundred percent of the big shows, I'd say he's sitting up front at least half of the big shows. Matthew Mashler and Neil Glazier. It's two guys. They they dress nice. They wear like a coat, you know. So I think I don't you've know. showed me that. Yeah, I think I've seen these guys. Yeah, Matthew Matthew's got a big beard, you know. And, and so they're sitting up front at so many of these shows. Well, they're based out of here. They're based out of in Boca Raton. So they're the perfect guys to have on the show, Matthew. And they also run Boca Raton Championship Wrestling. Okay. All right, BRCW. They do these shows, which a lot of them are in conjunction with CCW and our pal Nelio. Uh, we got to get back to one of those shows real soon. And, and so having Matthew Mashler, Signature Real Estate on board, will be able to keep everybody in the loop what's going on with BRCW. They got a show, another show coming up early November, which we'll get to. But Matthew is a perfect guy to have on the show. They're WWE super fans. They're going to be sitting up front for Fastlane next weekend. You know, Everyone will be able to see them and you'll be like, oh, yeah. That's Matthew, Signature Real Estate. He's, he's one of the big sponsors on Zaslow Show 2.0s. It's so real to me. So really cool to have them on board. If you're looking for your dream home in any of the South Florida area, you look no further than Matthew Mashler, your trusted real estate broker. We're talking over a decade of experience. Matthew specializes in luxury homes, is a certified luxury home marketing specialist. Hey, He's been awarded the number one realtor title and nominated for the R World's Realtor of the Year. Matthew's a proud member of multiple realtor associations that includes the Palm Beach Board of Realtors, Miami Association of Realtors, Naples Area of Realtors. And here's the best part. If you're ready to take your real estate career to the next level, you can join the signature team. The signature real estate companies are South Florida's industry leaders, ranked number one in Boca, one of the top in all of Florida, offices all throughout Florida, including Boca, Del Rey, Coral Springs, Parkland, Fort Lauderdale. The signature team is where you want to be. So you could be buying your dream home or you're selling your property or you're just looking to join the best in the business. Contact Matthew Mashler today, 561-208-3334, 208-3334 or go to realestatefinder.com. We're really glad to have Matthew Mashler and Signature Real Estate on board. It's still real to me. All right, so let's get to it here. So, all right, so we're off and running here on a Saturday morning. Let's start out with the big news of the week. It was early in the week, WWE. We knew this was the case, but you, if you had any doubt how big WWE is going to treat Jade Cargill, there's no doubt has been left when they do one of those deals where they leak the news to ESPN so ESPN can break the story on their Twitter account that Jade Cargill has signed a multi-year deal with WWE. That that should relieve 
any kind of sign that you, if you don't know that they are going to strap a rocket to her back right from the get-go, she is going to be a very big deal. We talked about it last week. We talked about, you know, what her name should be. Although I do wonder because they, they copyrighted a name Jada Parker, which I think is a perfectly fine name if that's what they want to name her. But well, it's going to be Jade Cargill, right? They call they've been calling her Jade. They called her Jade Cargill on SmackDown. Oh, did they reference her on SmackDown? Yeah, they showed a whole. They, Michael Cole talked about her. They talked about how it was oh, the biggest awesome. news on social media. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome because the direction I was going in was if they're having ESPN tweet out about it mm-hmm. and WWE is putting out their own tweet also, and they call her Jade Cargill on that, I'd be like, oh, they're going to keep Jade Cargill as the yeah. name. But I didn't see that. So they did a package on her last night, which is awesome. Yeah. Now. Yep. They showed the clippings and they showed her walking in then the posts of her walking into that's the performance cool. center. And Michael Cole, I mean, he, he called her Jade Cargill. So oh, that's I mean, great. Yeah. So I'm assuming that that's gotta be what the plan is. Yeah. That's great. You know, like I I got some messages on Twitter where it's like, you know, should she I mean, she should come up in NXT first? She needs a little bit of work. And it's like, you you're not having this whole hullabaloo over Jade Cargill, and then she's performing in front of 250 people on Wednesday night. No. She like she'll spend however much time she needs in the performance center train. Like she may be in the performance well, center for two months before she comes up, but she's coming right up to WWE. Well, she could go to NXT, but there's a way to do it. I, and I actually have a thought on it when we do our top five, um, like our top five feuds that we want to see at the beginning. But I think there is a way you could put her in NXT. I just don't. I, I'm confused. The whole this whole I'll be honest, like we've talked about Jade Cargill forever. We talked about when she was on this whole run, AEW, we didn't think they did a great job of making her truly look like the star that she probably can be. Well, you be. saw she mentioned how the one thing she wished she had the opportunity the, to do was work the with the belt. women with the main title. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that's and that's and, how and, I thought she should have gotten her, her first loss was going after the main title. Yeah. And regardless of going after the main title or not, it's just like she was on this undefeated run in this 60 and 0 and whatever. Remember when she won her 60th fight? They like... The announcers didn't even reference it. It was just like on the board in the background. Yeah. Like they just did a seemingly a pretty poor job of making her feel like a the big deal that we thought she could be. This seems crazy to me. And, and I know she's popular. Like I actually went and did a little like deep dive on like Instagram following for WWE wrestlers and AEW wrestlers and how mm-hmm. she compares. She's like, she actually does. Ha- she's like almost has almost a million Instagram followers, which is I think actually other than like Soraya and other former WWE stars, by far the most of the AEW roster of the non-former WWE. And for WWE, it's like pushing top 10. So she's she's got a following. This is a lot. We don't see this with free agents. I yep. and uh, and and my concern still stands with with Jay with this is that. They are they are putting her in a position where it's sink or swim right away. And if they don't give her the right creative immediately and she doesn't deliver immediately, this could be a massive flop. And I, I don't think you I'm not saying that it will be. It's just it's a lot. They're putting a lot of stock into. And let's be honest, someone who hasn't wrestled very long. She's certainly, you know, she has the look. She's athletic. She can talk a little bit from what we've seen. And she looks like she's going to be a big star. This is a lot that they're putting on her by doing the announcements, posting on social media. We'll see what her first feud is. I mean, obviously, like you said, it seems like she can't just go to NXT. Like they're they're putting a lot on her shoulders very quickly. And you know, I look, I hope it works and I think it can work, but they 
they're gonna have to come out with something big right away to make. Well, and her... I also, I also think part of it is I still think a lot of those WWE fans they don't know they still don't know who she is. Well, that's why I think they got time. They keep doing the vignettes every now and then. But I, I think part of the whole huge introduction, the presence on social media, how big they're making her out to be, I think a lot of it has to do with, hey, big stars in AEW. This is how we treat you over here. I was just about to say that. I'm glad you said that. I was about to, that's just what about that to is. say that. Yeah. That's what it's that a, is. It was a, it's a tactic. It's to yeah. show the, these guys, like, it's not just Cody because he's Cody. Like, if you come here, yeah. we're going to roll out the red carpet. Yeah. Yep. That's what that is. And it's smart. And you it know what? I, I don't want to do the whole, you know, attendance thing, but there's there's no denying that I see some of these AEW shows on TV and I know what it means when the lower level is when the lights are out in the lower level so that I can't see the crowd. I know what that means. Mm-hmm. And then I see a WWE crowd like last night for SmackDown, just a regular SmackDown and they're packed to the gills. Yeah. I mean, the upper deck all the way to the top is completely full. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I feel like wrestlers in AEW, you, you, you see that and, and you start thinking to yourself, wow. You know, what if? And and it's all part of the package with what they're doing with Jade, where it's, yeah, we're not just doing this for Cody. If we're going to bring you over from AEW, it's because we think you're a big deal and we're going to treat you as such. I, I agree. And I if, the, if that is the whole, if that if there's a bigger tactic to this, like we want to show you guys what you can do, like if you come here, what you can become, mm-hmm. that's great. That being said, again, it could backfire because if you do all this for Jade and then she comes in and it's a flop, then what is that going to say to AEW? You know these uh, these other AEW talents. You know, well, yeah, it has to, it has it right. to, it has to work, right? Yeah. It has to work, and it's tough, man. I, I, I went when because we're going to talk about the top five that we want to see her go against. I was going through the the WWE women's roster. It's thin right now. I mean, it's, it's thin just, now. Yep, it is. It's, it's not great. And she should help that. But also, as I'm making a list of like, who do I want to see her go against that would really elevate and make like this great intro? There weren't a lot of people, right? There was, it was like, it really was like a handful. And even in, even within the people that you would think would be a big deal, I don't want to see her against some of them right away. So it's like, it's, it, we'll see. Triple All right, so great. so let's do it. All right, Jade Cargill, top five WWE feuds, and we're not talking about top five that you know these are the top five that we want to see her debut and feud with. It's the top five that we're just in general looking forward to her. Oh, well, I was thinking. With, right? my, so mine is debut and feud with. Okay, because I think that's I think who we want to see her against is I think who she debuts against is just as important again as like what she ultimately goes on to. All right, great. So we're going to do a boat then you're going to come from that perspective and I'm going to come from the other perspective, which is top five that I'm looking forward to her working with. All right. So since you're also including who you would like her to debut and work with, you go first. So top five debut feuds for Jade Cargill, WWE. Okay. First one, it would be quick. This would be like, like maybe one or two matches quick. Zelina Vega, she, you want to show how dominant Jade Cargill is and how much of an absolute monster she is, put her in the ring with Zelina. Zelina would go up to her knee. Yeah. She would look like an absolute freak monster point. athlete. Put her in there. These people who don't know who she is, it doesn't matter because she's going to go in there and just kill Zelina Vega. That's a good point. Um, so that's five. Number four is Tiffany Stratton. 
And here's why. I think you have Tiffany Stratton win the title back from Becky. And on the night that she wins the title back from Becky, you have Jade Cargill come in on NXT and go right after the title and win the title. Because then she can be on both. Because obviously now they're doing the thing where the NXT titles are on both uh-huh. the main roster and NXT. So I think Tiffany Stratton would be an interesting one. Um, Rhea, that just the two of them together would be cool. That That's actually more of like a, someone I just want to see her feud with. Yep. Um, number two is Bailey and damage control as a whole, but Bailey specifically. They've kind of been going, you know, back and forth on social media a little bit. So. Um, and Bailey's just, I mean, Bailey's great. Amazing. Right. And again, the, there's part of it to me where w- the way they're building Jade Cargill up, it seems like they, you know, if they want her to be, they want her to be a, a face. I think they want her to be a, anyone a, who debuts or returns is always baby face. Right. So, beginning. so Bailey makes sense, right? Cause Bailey's such a good heel and Bailey's so good at getting people over. She'd be great. Now, if you want to make Jade Cargill come in, if you want her to come in, and re- regardless of who who likes her or who knows her or who doesn't know her, you want her to come in and be the biggest baby face, maybe on the roster, maybe in the history of wrestling. <laughs> you have her come in and beat the shit out of Nia Jax. Yeah. Just have her come in and save the roster from Nia Jax. Yeah. Nia Jax is destroying the whole roster. No one can beat Nia Jax. Jade Cargill comes in, saves WWE from Nia Jax, who everyone despises. Yeah. That's number one for me. Yeah. All right. So my top five and my top five is really not not feuds to get started with right away, but in general, what I'm looking forward to. All right. But we do have a similarity, you and I, with one of them. So number five for me, I have Tiffany Stratton and I have number five with Tiffany Stratton because, I mean, very similar build. The two of them, Jade's definitely a little bit taller, but both are super athletic freaks. And I envision this being not anytime soon. I envision it It could be in a month or two from now, and Tiffany is already up with the main roster. So mm-hmm. number five, I have Tiffany Stratton. Number four, Bianca Belair. I mean, that's an obvious one that everyone's going to think about. That's the girl she's always going to get compared to. And, like, I had someone mention to me on social media, like, you know, are, are they too similar, Jade and Bianca? And I'm like, you're allowed to have more than one awesome black female on the roster, you know? And to be fair, as I, I saw like certain, like you, when you were posting about it, you had people commenting like, is, what does this mean for Bianca? And you said like, yeah, you can have, but, but this was, but again, we talked about this last week. This was part of my concern was that for better or worse, this is just human nature. And people yeah. are immediately going to say, well, Jade and Bianca, they're both black. You can't have two <laughs> right. jacked black, hot women on, you know, of course you can. But they're immediately going to be compared to each other, yeah. which was part of my concern with the Jade thing. Yeah, but so number good. four, I have Bianca, just also a, a physical freak, Bianca Belair, who, while she will be smaller in stature, as far as strength and physicality goes, absolutely levels up. And, I, and I will Park. just say, I think that's got to be way down the line. I, I just don't think Jade can go in the ring with Bianca right now. I agree. Like, I, agree. I think Bianca is different level in terms yeah. of in ring. Although, I guess so is Bailey. So what am I talking I don't know. Well, but again, I'm talking here. This doesn't need to be right off the bat. This right, is I get just what I'm yeah, looking for forward sure. to. Right. Number three, Charlotte Flair. All right. If, if if you're a big time female wrestler, you always want to see them match up with Charlotte Flair. I mean, she's the top of the top. So certainly not near the beginning, but at some point, yeah, I'm really looking forward to see Jade Cargill and Charlotte Flair. Number two, Rhea Ripley. I mean, that's that's going to be amazing. Just the style of Rhea. 
which is completely different than from, say, someone like Charlotte Flair. I mean, it's more of a physical and brutal style that Rhea wrestles with. Rhea and Jade, the two of them lining up next to each other, that seems like an awesome visual. And number one for me, very similar to you, Nia Jax. Nia Jax, you're right. If you want everyone to love Jade Cargill, you want everyone to cheer for Jade Cargill, you put her in the ring with Nia Jax, who everyone hates her guts. And just two, you know, you're talking about a movable force and, and, and an irresistible object. Or whatever the other, I think it's irresistible force versus immo- whatever. How yeah, irresistible force meets the immovable object. I mean, you want to talk about that. That's, you look at Nia Jax looking up, by the way. At yeah. Jade Cargill. Look it up at Jade. And now the only part that I worry about with that, because yes, that would be an awesome way to kickstart Jade's, you know, debut is to have her going and, and beat the shit out of Nia Jax. Nia sometimes works a bit of a sloppy style, you know? Girls have gotten hurt in the mm-hmm. ring with her. You know, it, it has is is Jade. You know, is she seasoned enough to make sure she doesn't get hurt by a little bit of a sloppy style? Well, I also think, so in terms of intro feuds, unless it's like a Bailey where you're not going to, you know, because like if let's, so like talking about, you know, having her go against Bailey was one of mine. Um, I think you can debut her against a, someone like a Bailey. And you could go a month without them even fighting. And you could go time because you could have promos and Bailey and them beating her up and that type of stuff. I think if you're going to do it with someone like Nia, to be honest, I think you just have her come in. And I don't even think it's a feud. I think she just destroys her. And Nia just, Nia just tries to stay away from her for the next few months. Like, I don't want to. Oh, no, I, no, no, no. I don't even. Again, I think similarly to what I was saying about Zelina where it's just like a one or two match thing. I think it's the same thing with Nia. I think you have her come in and you have her save the roster and then just move her on to something else. Like you can like do it, it real, do it real quick. Like I think you, cause I think the part of the other thing with Jade is for the people who don't know who she is, the people who know who she is, they're going to cheer for her anyways. The people who don't know who she is. Are you saying that I'm just supposed to cheer for her? Cause she's jacked. Like let's what, why am I cheering for her? I'm cheering for her because she comes in and she beats the shit out of people. Yeah. And I think she comes in and just destroys Nia. I like it. She becomes a huge baby face. And then that also answers the question of how is Rhea going to go against Nia if Rhea is also a heel? Well, now maybe Rhea can just go against Jade and still be the heel. Well, but also they've kept Rhea off TV now for a few weeks since then. And like I said, if you debut or you return after a while, you're baby face. Like oh, she was Rhea's baby face anyways. Everyone loves yeah. her anyway. So yeah, and Rhea's plus like turning baby face. Yeah, that, that's true. And I, well, I mean, we're going to talk about the rest of WWE in a second. But yeah, I mean, I think it, based on what's going on with Judgment Day right now, it seems like she's going to be the baby face, and maybe that thing's going away. But um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I just think if you're unless you're going to have her debut against like again the people like you talked about like Charlotte, uh, Bianca, those those types. I think whoever her first, if you're going to have her debut against anyone mid card or lower, and I, even though Nia's doing what Nia does, she's still like a mid card type. So you're saying you're not looking for Jade Cargo to debut against Natalia? 
if she does, I'm looking for her to kick the absolute shit out of her. Like, I if if she debuts against, if she comes in now again, you but but right now you have Naya doing the same thing, right? So you're not going to do us like Naya is re-debuting by just beating the shit out of everybody. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to have her come in as a heel and beat up Natalia, and do, but um, I think similarly to what Naya is doing now, if she's only if she's going to debut against lower level competition, she's got to destroy them. Yeah. You know, I think she's got to kill them. So, so next weekend though, we got fast lane. We yes. only have what three matches, I think, confirmed. Right? We know we have Seth yeah. Rollins and Nakamura, which I have really been enjoying. I, I think Nakamura comes off as a super credible heel. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I think he could win, but I also think that somewhere in this feud, I thought when they fought last month at the pay per view that that was when Damian Priest was cashing in. So. I think I'm still going to stick to that. I think I could see Damian Priest cashing in during Rollins and Nakamura. So we got Rollins and Nakamura next weekend. We have we have Charlotte and Asuka and Io Sky for the women's title. As Asuka comes in, makes the save at the end of the night last night. That three-way is going to be awesome. I expect Io to retain. Yeah. She's you know, I think, I yeah, so. I think. I think so. It would be, cr- I mean, I wouldn't, if Vince was in charge, I wouldn't put it past WWE to just put it back on Charlotte. Right. Cause that's just what they kind of do. But isn't her next, her next win would be like 17 or se- like, it would be like a record. Some no, record it, it would. It, yeah. It'd be somewhere there. You're, yeah. yeah it, it'll be somewhere close to there. Yeah. So I feel like that's gotta be like a mania moment. Yeah. Like when she, when she passes her dad, yeah. right. Like that's yeah. gotta be. Um. So yeah. EO makes sense. By the and way, we- on the Nakamura thing, I don't think he's going to win, but Worth noting, they just signed a rights deal to air Raw and SmackDown in Japan. Well, I think that's worth noting. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I think it's worth noting. So, so Japanese champion would make sense. Yep. And the other one, and the other one that was confirmed, which ended the show last night, which we all saw coming. Nonetheless, it was still really cool. LA Knight comes in, makes the save for John Cena. He signs the papers. I'm your partner. Cena is shook. Oh my God, LA Knight's my partner. And so the same way with Jade Cargill, if you had any doubt, what their plans are for her. There's no doubt now what their plans are for LA Knight because he's getting that John Cena rub. And I mean, they're they're clearly, they clearly have big plans for him. The timing is great because we're only a few months away from Royal Rumble. So you got LA Knight fully engulfed with the bloodline. Does that mean that we're going to get something down the road with Roman Reigns? Maybe, but those are the three matches we have so far, right? When you see that last night, a the reaction from the crowd, yeah. and then B the reaction from John Cena. Yep, you still don't think that LA Knight yeah. could be the one to beat Roman? Maybe. I mean, like that—that's a pretty big rub he's getting from Cena. I know, and they're going to win the match. Yep, and then Roman's going to come back, and then what? You know, like Roman comes back and just stares at the uh, top of the uh, entranceway, and that's yeah. how. The well, show I don't know if he's going to come back. I don't know if he's coming back at Fastlane. I just mean he's coming back eventually, and he's going to have to handle the business that the bloodline couldn't handle mm-hmm. um yeah la Knight. again I, I get i know that there's a thought maybe that he hasn't been at the top long enough or he hasn't been around long enough but whatever people are enjoying he, it he's so so big now i mean he's you know I, I know this is this might seem crazy but he's bigger than cody right now i think he's bigger than cody and that's probably just a product of cody's sort of it's okay. They're on two on, different shows, so it's all right. Yeah, and he's sort of Cody's kind of like floundering on Raw. Like, there's not a lot going on there. We don't, you know, he's kind of like, you know, stuck in this Judgment Day thing, and 
he doesn't have a ton going on. And LA Knight is obviously growing and growing. So I think he could be him. Lastly here with WWE. So we, we saw the first sign last night of Santos Escobar turning on Rey Mysterio. All right. Uh, Rey wins the match or the roll up and the match. Santos is hesitant. It's coming. It's yeah. a matter of when. Yep. And, and that's, and, and it's good. I mean, it's going to be good for Santos Escobar. He's better as a heel that, and, but, and I'm just interested in what, I'm, I'm interested in what they do with the faction, you know? Yeah. But then they got it, but now they're, they're, they're tagging again. Cause they got attacked by. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's Bobby. coming. Yeah. So it's well, yeah. And that too, by the way, I like what they're doing with the street profits and Bobby Lashley. So Bobby Lashley's already dumped them, but clearly what we're seeing is the street profits are just going to step up their game. They're going to step yeah. up the violence and they're going to be like, what do you think of us now? And then Bobby Lashley's good with it, and they get back together. So I kind of dig what they're doing there. I do, too. Angelo Dawkins wearing a suit, I'll never like it. He lo- he just he looks weird. He looks awkward to me. I love Angelo Dawkins. Is it more I've awkward said- than Corporate Kane? I've actually yeah. – uh, no, I kind of like Corporate Kane. Um, I've said on this show before, I like Angelo Dawkins better than Montez Ford. Uh-huh. But I just – he just doesn't – he's just not a suit guy to me. Um I was a little I thought the ending was a little strange. I think I mean you're right. They're they're sort of teasing, they're dropping the, the breadcrumbs of a Santos turn at some point. I thought it would be last night. You know, I thought he would lose and then turn on him. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know. I like a good slow burn. I'm good with it. I mean they've been, been going for a while. Mm-hmm. Um but but I, I just I guess if he's if they're leading toward so what is the what is it? Like they lose to Street Profits and that causes more dissension i mean because they they're obviously using lwo now as a way to get to make the street profits look better mm-hmm. and more badass or whatever so i don't it's but it's it's fine i hope i would i hope it eventually leads to carlito showing up because he's he's been signed now for like six months so just chilling. I mean, what's he doing when's he's chilling up? just yeah. chilling uh so that that's the big stuff from wwe if we can now pay some attention to aew Wednesday night dynamite. Although it was pretty great. Yeah. And and there were there were two things that really stood out, of course. Number one, you, you had the end of the show, but the middle of the show, that promo between all connected, yeah. MJF and Jay White. That was some good shit, man, because you know, MJF goes through his whole deal and it was great. And Jay White is just taking it in the corner. And you kind of think to yourself, all right, I mean. Good luck matching that. And and then Jay White just handled it perfectly. I mean, just right in MJF's face. I, I thought, I, I mean, I really thought Jay White looked like a superstar during that promo. I thought he was amazing. This is something like the the internet community, the internet wrestling community has been sort of begging has been asking almost from day one. You don't have to get it all at day one. You know? I know, but they've been sort of asking, like, when are we going to get yeah. Jay? Like, wh- when are we going to get Jay White? Isn't because, it better now like this, the way that they did it? Uh, I, yeah, yeah it was, it's it's good. Um, I think circumstances have led to, like, I think obviously the, I don't know that this would have happened if Adam Cole didn't break his ankle, which we'll talk about. Yeah, and by but, the way, people think that that's fake. It's not. I watched it live and you clearly yeah. see when he jumps off and he is hurt. <laughs> right. Um. No, but look, I got goosebumps watching Jay White's promo. Awesome. That's how good I think his promo was. It was, I mean, when he, uh, I mean, when he like turned and got to the side and almost like was whispering the promo in MJF's ear, 
and like going through all of his, I'm the catalyst of professional wrestling or whatever. He's saying all that stuff. He's a real I sold out guy. Madison Square Garden. Me and the Bang Bang Gang are hanging out in Denver and you can be there, scumbag. Like he's doing all that. I was yeah. like, holy shit. You look around wrestling right now. I think you take that promo. That promo right there took him to an elite level in all of professional wrestling that there's only a couple people on the Romans, the MJFs, the Cody's, those guys, that promo to me takes Jay white right there. It was so damn. I mean, it's, we talk about a lot of times MJF has had a tendency to his, his, um, he's so good that his, um, his programs that he has tend to, rise and fall based on the talent of the person that he's working with. Right. So like the Adam Cole stuff's been great. Cause Adam Cole's great. The Brian Danielson stuff was great. Cause he's great. The four pillars stuff wasn't that great. Cause those guys aren't that great. This is going to be unbelievable. This is going to be unbelievable. Jay white is he's that damn good. And that's why when he went from being new Japan champ to signing with AW, people were like, all right, he's going to be right in the main event right away. Cause he's that good. So this I, is I like it better awesome. the way that they did it. I don't I don't it's like awesome. everything being given right away. And I think part of the reason why this is so awesome is because yeah, we've been waiting for it. Yeah. So yeah, I, for I sure. dig it. It was it was really good. What do we make of the end of the show? I and I think so the the obvious thing is they're gonna try to make you think it's MJF because that's right. MJF's mask. Right. It's not MJF. It it, it can't be. There's no way. It, it would be a weird because MJF. Yeah, I don't fake. think it is either. So who, like, who else is it then? Well, there's a couple of things. The internet does what did what the internet does. They posted. If you go back and watch their promo, a uh, M- Cole and MJF backstage in the locker room promo. I think it was after All Out after they retained the tag titles. Mm-hmm. Adam Cole has MJF's mask, right. the devil mask, in his locker. Right. So there's people thinking it's it's Adam Cole. Um, the person was very skinny, was very skinny. So there's people that think it was Ricky Starks because he has a, he has a past with Jay White. But where does the mask come into play? Well, to make you think that it's MJF. Right. But like, why does Ricky Starks want to think it's MJF? Well, he also has a past with MJF. Um, he said that it wasn't him. He tweeted, it wasn't me, but I know who it was. Sign up for my Patreon. I mean, I think Adam Cole sounds sounds like here's a good another direction. one because here's another one that I think is interesting. Britt Baker, because it was a very small person. It didn't uh-huh. look like a very like Adam Cole skinny, so it could, could have been Britt Baker. Because the other thing is, four people attacked him, right? So the assumption is it's you know Roderick Strong and the other two yeah. guys. Yeah. But who's the fourth person? Because there were four people attacking, and then the devil came in. Oh, okay. So could the implication be that it's like a, a fourth Britt Baker. I don't know. And then Richard, I don't know if you know who Richard Holiday is, but he was in MJF's group in MLW dynasty. Okay. And he quote tweeted the clip with a devil. So he is sort of teasing that he's part of it. <laughs> Everybody wants to get on board. Why wouldn't you? Ricky Starks would be great because they've, they've, they've blown it with Ricky Starks in, which we'll talk about with wrestle dream, but they've blown it with him again. It seems like, so he would be great to be part of this somehow. All right, so we're recording this on a Saturday morning, so it gives folks enough time to anticipate Wrestle Dream, which is tomorrow night. So let's go over the Wrestle Dream card. We could also give picks. You wanna you wanna go through the card? Yeah, let's do it. All right, go ahead. Um, 
All right. So, th- I mean, there's a, this is going to be another long one. What is the, I think there's 10 matches. What is the main event? The main event is Brian Danielson, Zack Sabre Jr.? No, I, I, my, what it sounds like is what, what people are saying is the main event is going to be Darby versus Christian for the TNT title. No. It's in Seattle. And, wow. and a lot of people are speculating the reason why, the real reason why that could be. Because we're going to get edge? That's what, that's what people are saying. I don't know if that's going to happen. All right. All right. Let's go. Let's do it. That, that, that has picked up a lot over the last couple of weeks that he's, that people in WWE and this, you know how it is with the, with the rumors, but that it's closer and closer to him potentially going to AEW. I think it's quite, I think it's possible. I think, I think we could be getting it. On Saturday, on Sunday. Yeah. So what other explanation think, so who, is there so Darby wins? in the main so event? So, so who wins? So then that, if that's the main, we'll just, we'll start there and then I'll go back to the beginning of the card. I mean, the only part, the, the, the part that I don't love that is Christian is such a big heel. You're going to take away his heat by having Edge align with him. Or Nobody wants to boo Edge. Or or Christian beats down Darby and Edge comes back. As and the, then Christian the, beats the shit out of Edge too? Or they feud. They have a, they do a thing. Edge yeah. is the conquer comes in as the conquering hero. You've changed. Like, I know you. What are you doing? You. What are you doing? You're better than this. Uh... All right. And then he says, Edge, you had a father once, and your father's dead. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know if his father's dead. Amazing. Uh, or or he says, you know what? You're a father, Edge, and you're not going to be when I kill you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think they Christian do make a big wins. They have been making it. They have made a big deal about Edge's family. That I has love been it. a big thing. I love it. Uh, I think Christian wins. Um, yeah, I think so. I think you got it. He's the, he's outside of like the top, obviously MJF and all that stuff. Edges or Christians, the best thing going right now. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, actually on the pre-show is Luchasaurus versus Nick Wayne, which is weird. All right. I'm going to have to go Luchasaurus. Okay. And then there's a AW trios match. The acclaimed and Billy Gunn are fighting three people. I've never heard of like, literally I watch a lot of wrestling. Who are they? I've, Never heard of any of these three guys. What are their names? Shane, Shane Haste, Mikey Nichols, and Bad Dude Tito. I don't know them. I don't know them either. I got to go with the acclaim then. Yeah, I mean, that would be a crazy upset. It would be a crazy upset. Um, Okay, the first on this list, and this speaks to me saying that they, they, they just can't figure out how to capitalize on Ricky Starks. Mm-hmm. Ricky Starks is fighting Wheeler, Wheeler Yuta. I, I like yeah i uh, wow so who's the baby face in that match ricky St- why well, yeah no, i don't know all right well i got i mean ricky starks is gonna win but that's that's weird you got heel yeah because by heel. the way i we never really got to talk about it because we i don't think we mentioned it last in last week's episode but so two weeks ago he had a, a texas death match against brian danielson where yeah which i guess was the blow off to their feud where Brian Danielson essentially beat him the same way he beat him in the strap match. or And they or, shook hands, right? He, what, didn't he pass out? I don't even know. Whatever it was. Or Ricky Sarks at least cut the promo. You didn't actually beat me. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, but I just, I don't know why they had him beat him again the, almost the same way. What, like, what? Why can't they figure it out with Ricky Starks? He's a star. He keeps putting on these great matches, having these great segments, these great promos, and then now he's fighting Wheeler Yuta. Yeah, Ricky. That's why I hope it's. That's why I hope he's in the mask. Because give him something. Give him something big. Yeah. Um, 
This one, I, I mean, the rest of it's crazy. I mean, this was this I love. Hangman Swerve Strickland. Yep, I'm very into that. I uh, man, I like I I I kind of wanna like I want to hope Swerve Strickland wins, but I don't see it. So I think he I, does. I, really, I go with Adam Page. I I hope he wins. I do. I hope he wins. By the way, can I point out some of the best heel work in the business this week on Dynamite by Swerve? He's been great. But did did you see? But there was a specific moment that was like peak heel what prince nana comes out getting ready to do his dance which is like one of the most over things in wrestling right now the crowd loves the dance and before he can start the dance swerve puts his yeah. hand on him yeah, and says no you stuff, can't man can't do that dance yep. and then people were tweeting at prince nana like on twitter and he said the boss told me i couldn't dance this week yeah that's good heel Love stuff it. man that's great heel shit um yeah well i think swerve actually i think you're right i think hangman has to win at least in my world of house, the evolution of Swerve, eventually Swerve's got to break away from these guys. So maybe he keeps, if he loses, that can lead to some right. extension. Um, Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, Kota Ibushi versus Takeshita, Sammy Guevara, and Will Ospreay. Man, is Sammy Guevara the weak link of this matchup. I mean, Kenny Omega has been taking some L's lately. Is he going to lose again here and on pay-per-view? But the Don Callis family is new. Can they afford to to take a loss like this? Uh, you know what? I'm yeah. gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Callis family, and I'm gonna go with they get the pin on Jericho. Uh, I, I don't know. You're right about Kenny. You also like Kota Bushi. The bringing him in should be such a big deal. Um. I, I feel like they should win, but also Osprey doesn't lose much these days. Yeah, I'm gonna go That's with the Callus family. I'm gonna go with Callus family, and Jericho loses again. I'm gonna go up. I'm gonna go with Omega, Jericho, and All right. Bushi. All right, what else? Uh, Brian Danielson, Zack Saber Jr. It's not for Zack Saber Jr.'s title, right? No, it's just a fight. Okay. Uh, Brian Danielson wins. I think so too. Especially it's part, because it's part the, of like his retirement tour. Right, uh, exactly. Brian I was going to say they've been sort of teasing that it's almost that he's pretty yeah. much wrapping up, right? Yeah, I got Brian Danielson. Um, number one contenders match for the AEW tag titles. Young Bucks versus the Guns versus the Lucha Brothers versus Orange Cassidy and Hook. Young Bucks, Hook and Orange Cassidy, Lucha Brothers and the Guns. I'm going to go the Guns. Yeah, so I unfortunately think this is going to be Orange Cassidy and Hook. Why is it unfortunate? I, because it's dumb and it's thrown together and there's better tag teams in the match. But um, So then we're going to get a feud of Hook and Orange Cassidy against FTR? I think so. I think, I think so. it's the guns. Yeah, I, I don't. not Well, I guess the guns is a natural. It makes sense because they've had a thing with, with FTR already. And Bullet Club gold is awesome yeah and you got jay white doing his thing with mjf it feels like bullet club gold is going to be headlining a lot of stuff here's the thing about this match and here's why they do this sometimes i wwe does it every now and then too but i think aw does it more often than not and i hate this there was a tree there was a three-way match there was a what what a a fatal a four-way match on dynamite to for the number one contender for the tnt or for the international title yeah and nick jackson won yeah and the TNT champion is also in this match. So obviously neither of them are going to win this t- this match. 
Uh, I see what you're saying. The Lucha yeah. Bros are in this match. Right. Ray Phoenix is right. the international Ray Phoenix champion. Is, yeah, 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 sure. And Nick Jackson is in the match, and he's now the number one contender. So neither of them point. are going to win that match. So, so it's, it's either it's, Hook it's and Orange the... Cassidy or the Guns. Right. Yeah. Right. And the Guns, I love the. I think what the Guns are doing is great. I just they can't help but have Orange Cassidy being in something important. Like they, they're they force it. And uh-huh. I, I know people like him, and people love Hook. So I just I'm going with Cassidy and Hook. All right. What else you got? Uh, TNT Championship, two out of three falls, which, oh, well, we already talked about this, which we believe is going to be the uh, the main event. Yeah. So and we, and we, we both, both have, think Christian. We Cage. both think Christian. Yeah. Uh, this one I actually am very interested in. TBS Championship, Statlander versus Julia Hart. Julia Hart, I'm way high on right now. Mm-hmm. I think she's awesome. I, yeah, I'm going I, with Julia Hart. I'm going with Julia Hart. No, I got Chris Statlander. You know, I, I I don't think you want that title bouncing around after Jade held it so long. And they've made a point of Chris Statlander being Julia Hart's kryptonite. That like Julia Hart never loses. Like her last loss was to Chris Statlander. Yeah, but like, she's won 26 or she's won like 26 or yeah. 27 in a row. Right, right. But I I think they're gonna play off of yeah that she just can't beat Chris Statlander. So I got Statlander. I don't know. I I love that. You know what else I love about the Julia Hart thing? I love that her valet is Brody King. Yeah, yeah. I think that's awesome, and it's very—you don't see it. It just yeah. doesn't happen. He's a bit—he's a monster, and she's so tiny. Yeah. And he and he escorts her to the ring because mm-hmm. he's also awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I—I'm going with Julia Hart. I just—I think probably just because I want Julia Hart to win because I think she's great. Um, Ring of Honor tag titles, tag team championship match, MJF. By himself. Versus, like he's not getting a mystery partner. It's just by himself. Just by himself versus the righteous. All right. Well, MJF's going to win, you know, and he continues to be the top baby face because he overcomes a handicap match. So, well, or the wins. devil or the devil crew comes in and, and helps him and helps him and make, to make it seem like it's his, like the gotcha. guys in the black masks, maybe yeah. come and help to make you think that he's the one. And he turns around. And he's shocked. Where do these guys come from? Blah, gotcha. Blah, blah. gotcha. Can I also point something out that I think is a little strange. The Righteous, do you know much about The Righteous? Have you seen them? I mean, I see the promos they're doing for them. Otherwise, I don't know. No. Is it is it weird? And I know maybe I'm overthinking this. Is it weird that they've suddenly got a huge push right after Bray Wyatt died? I think that's a coincidence. They're just like the Wyatt family. They basically are the Wyatt family. Right. It's a cult. They've been, yeah. they've, they've been in Ring of Honor and AEW for a while now. I think it's a coincidence. And it's just like a month later, they're on a pay-per-view. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's... You know, if if you're trying to capitalize off that, I, I think it's a little tactless. So I, I think it's I, I agree. That's why. But it, it just seemed like timing wise, they've been around and they're they're fine. They're pretty good. They've been around for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Maybe not. This one, I think, is pretty obvious what's going to happen. Ring, the uh, Ring of Honor Championship and the new Japan strong open weight championship match. Eddie well, which Kingston title versus, is it for? It's for both of them. He it's has both. Both. It's for both. All right. Well, uh, I mean, King Eddie Kingston versus Katsuyori Shibata, who they they keep throwing onto shows, and I still don't know who he is. Yeah, and and he also has a title. I think. I think so he's is the... is he fr- yeah he appeared last night on Rampage. Uh, is he is he contracted with NJPW? No, no, I think he's the Ring of Honor Pure Champion. That's right. He is. Okay, but his title is not on the line. I think it would be funny if they just gave Eddie Kingston all of the titles that don't matter. Uh, Eddie Kingston's going to win, and similar to the reason I thought he was going to beat Castagnoli is because if it's for both titles, I mean, AEW doesn't get to decide who to put the NJPW titles on. 
without yeah. NJPW's approval. Right. So it's it's Eddie Kingston. Right. Okay. And then the last one on this list, at least, is uh, FTR versus Aussie Open for the tag titles. Yeah, FTR. <laughs> FTR. Yeah. Yeah. That, that that might be the easiest one on the card. I think it's FTR. Uh, let's see. Is that the easiest one? Well, I mean, MJF versus the Righteous. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Righteous are not getting a pin. So both tag champion. title matches are basically foregone conclusions. Foregone conclusions. Everything Definitely. else, and well, and Eddie Kingston. Those yeah. uh, those last three that we just talked about are probably the foregone conclusions of the card. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie Kingston is not losing. Um, so yeah, I agree. FTR. I don't even like that match. I have zero interest in. Like I wish. I actually wish I knew the lineup so I could plan my night out because it's gonna be a long card again. Yeah, it's like, and 10, like ten or so matches. I have, I have zero desire to watch the FTR match. I have zero desire to watch the Eddie Kingston match. Not that it's not like somewhat interesting, but it just seems like I don't care about Ring of Honor. Um, actually, those are the only ones. The rest of them I think are fine. Wheeler Yuta, Ricky Starks, I don't care a ton about because I don't really get it. But the rest of the card looks really good. You got a. Uh, all right, so that's tomorrow night. Well, tomorrow night as we're recording this, you may be listening to it on Sunday, and it may be happening tonight. I don't know when you're listening to the show. You know that that's on you. You want to do the key is the key is you're listening. That's what's that's what matters. Let's do some. You got some big dirt, not big dirt for us this week. Come on. Yes, yes. Um, I'll start with this one just because we talked about Julia Hart and House of Black and stuff. So people have been sort of going at Malachi Black and at, wondering like why he hasn't had any like he's not getting singles matches right um and they've been speculating it's because he has he's he had a back injury a while back and that kept him out he went on social media or did an interview or whatever it was and said he's healthy like his back's fine he's healthy and he doesn't know why he's not getting singles matches okay uh yeah i'm gonna go big dirt that does seem to be the the way of today's professional wrestler they 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 like doing the complaining on social media so uh i'm i'm going big dirt and also, like, wrestler, you know, WWE looking at AEW wrestlers, Julia Hart's getting a push without the rest of the House of Black. That's interesting. Yeah, that's interesting because he's great. And I think House of Black's great. Um, all right. Miriam Webster added kayfabe to the dictionary this week. Wow, that's big dirt. I did yeah. not know that. How about that? Yeah, okay. that, that, that's the story. They added kayfabe. All right, that's a real word now then, kayfabe. Don't you always wonder where the word, like, how did the K fabe? Let's put those two like syllables together. K fabe, that's where K fabe. Like how did how did that word start? I I asked myself that question about a lot of words. I think the the entire English language, how did that work? Because I mean it's I it's a made-up word that someone in the wrestling world came yeah. up with one day and everyone I'm sure like I'm sure if you just I bet if I put if I Google I bet there's like a Wikipedia origin page. of K Fabe. Hey, Fabe. Let's see. Let's just origin. see what the... the hey, the, Fabe, the, origin. Um, like history. Just, here, here like you go. Someone just decided, and this is K-Fabe, and they're like, what? According, like, yeah, yeah, this is what it means. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, the earliest known written evidence of the word K-Fabe is from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Yearbook 1988. Although the term is believed to be much older, various Definitely sources have older. suggested different origins, but the actual origin is not known with certainty. One theory suggests... It was derived from a manipulation of the of the term "be fake," designed to conceal the true meaning. Another theory claims that there was actually a wrestler called K Fabian, who was a mute. Neither. Cl- <laughs> no way. <laughs> the, the explanation you gave right before that—that that it's a 
that they kind of took a uh, uh, be fake and made it sound like another word. I, I can almost, I can yeah. see it something like that. Another theory suggests that the term derives from the expression keep cavey from the Latin word verb cavio, which means look out for. This phrase was used throughout Britain by, throughout Britain and by Jews living in East London between World War One and World War Two. Um, okay. Right. While professional wrestling has been staged, I'm going to keep going. While professional wrestling has been staged or planned from the time it was a sideshow attraction, the scripted nature of the performances has been hinted at over time. In 1934, a show held at Wrigley Field in Chicago built one of the matches as the last great shooting match, subtly disclosing that the other matches were kayfabe. Ah, this is just the history. I don't think we don't solved it. I don't right. think we solved anything. All right. I guess we have to, I'm sure that somebody's got it. Okay, what else you got? Can we get Meltzer on the show? I'm sure Meltzer has an explanation. Probably does. Um, Brie Bella says she's planning on a return to the ring, but didn't say where. And the people that she named that she's interested in wrestling are not in WWE. She named Trinity, the Iconics, Soraya, and Britt Baker. I'm going not a big deal. I don't think anyone out there is pining to see the Bellas in the ring again. So I, I certainly am not. And they were fine. I'm not uh, someone actually, who doesn't Bella, like them. I thought, I thought Nikki Bella's last run was pretty great. I wouldn't. Yeah, it's, her it, it's fine. But it's like I'm not sitting around saying, "Man, I, I would love for the Bellas to return." So I'm going. Yeah. I'm going nothing. Um, people, we talked about this last week with all the cuts. But apparently, even before the cuts, people in AEW backstage have reportedly been pushing to bring Shelton Benjamin into the company. This is at AEW. In AEW, yeah. Yeah, I'll go Big Dirt. I, I I thought he'd be a good fit there, and and you mentioned it as well. But like as a guy to put other guys over, just have good matches with. So, yeah, I I think Shelton Benjamin would fit very well in AEW because he he could give you twenty minutes no problem. So I, I'll go Big Dirt. Last thing, it seems, good friend of the show or a good friend of yours, of your show, Dana Brooke. Yeah, has subtly maybe teased on Twitter a potential jump to OnlyFans. Yeah. Yeah, that's big um, dirt. I saw that. That's Mandy wrote. Well, she re, Mandy Rose tweeted, put tweeted something like, "Is it time to get a little more spicy?" Yeah. And then Dana Brooks said something like, "Let's do it," or "Let yes," or something like that with the eyes, the side, you know, the side eyes. Yeah. And sort of Dana's, implying like Dana's tight with Mandy Rose, so yeah. it makes sense. And you see how much money Mandy Rose is apparently making from doing OnlyFans. I think Dana Brooke can do something absolutely similar. I and mean, what's her, and what's her name now is is uh, her, her OnlyFans is, is everywhere, getting promoted all over the place. Uh, Lacey, Lacey Evans. Oh, is that right? Yeah, she's she's gone all in on that. Thing. Yeah, I, I think Dana Brooke would make a lot of money doing that. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go Big Dirt. That makes a lot of sense to me. All right, good job. And that's another edition of this week's Big Dirt or Not Big Dirt. Good job, Joey. So tomorrow night. Wrestle Dream. Maybe early in the week we'll do it. If, if, if Wrestle Dream ends up being huge, maybe we'll do a recap. We'll, we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll throw you a bonus show early in the week. I don't know. I can't predict the future. Uh, Joey, why don't you tell all your friends and your uh, your fans that, that you'll talk to them uh, on the next edition. Go ahead. Friends, fans, I'll talk to you on the next edition. We love wrestling. We're looking forward to talking to you guys again. I hope you enjoy the rest of the weekend. Hope you enjoy Wrestle Dream tomorrow night. Of course, today's show brought to you by Bet Online. And really pleased to have Matthew Mashler and Signature Real Estate on board. Again, if you're thinking of buying your dream home, you're thinking of 
selling your property. Maybe you're just looking to join the best in the business. Contact Matthew Matchler, 561-208-3334, or go to realestatefinder.com. We'll talk to you on the next edition of It's Still Real to Me. See ya.